Okay, uh, good evening, uh, gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the uh, Danvers Zoning Board of Appeals. I'd ask that you uh, turn off your cell phones or silent them so we were not interrupted. Um, we have a very light agenda tonight, uh, pre-holiday, our last meeting of the year. Uh, I would like to start by introducing our board members. Uh, down to my right is Becky Kilborn. Uh, our clerk tonight is Ken Scholes. Myself, John Bonner, as the chairman. Uh, Ken Jarvanen to my left. And our two alternates um, is Corrine Doherty and Katie Hislop. And uh, Katie, I will ask you to vote on tonight's case um, in place of um, Jeff Sauer, who's not present. Um, I'm going to, oh, I'm sorry. And from our uh, planning staff is uh, Georgia Pendergast. Do we have anyone online joining us? Uh, just the applicant uh, owner tonight, Matt. Okay, one of the, uh, the applicant himself. Okay. Um, I'm going to, uh, if uh, I, I could indulge you folks for a moment um, and uh, our, our audience at home. Um, tonight is our last meeting of uh, Becky Kilborns, and uh, Becky's been with us for 15 years. And uh, as you all know, we are a volunteer board. And um, I know I speak for the rest of the board when I say, you know, your service to us has been a great. It's been great to the town. I know Becky's very active in the not only the business community, but Rotary and, and lots of things. And um, she's going to go off and, uh, and really enjoy her free time. And uh, we have a little gift and uh, a card here for you. And Becky, I just want to say thank you very much. Thank you, Becky. Would you like to say a couple of words? Um, it's been a pleasure and fun and interesting every single meeting, and um, it's been great the way that we all work together. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And it's been very, um, you know, we're lucky. Uh, the town is lucky, and this board's been very lucky to have you. I know I certainly will miss you kicking me under the table and, <laughs> and uh, also giving me advice, and, uh, and, and Becky was one of the first people I... Uh, met when I came on the zoning board. So again, very grateful to have all your time. And um, with that said, I will uh, move along. I've, I've got to preside over two of those now with Bob Signetti retiring and now Becky. So uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so um, we have minutes, folks, from two different meetings. Um, I believe the date of those meetings were uh, October 17th. And November 14th. 14th, thank you. Um, you are all in receipt of those minutes. Uh, do I have any further discussion on those minutes? None. Uh, could I get a motion to accept those minutes? So, so moved. And a second? A second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Okay. Um, and Mr. Nolan, I know you're a, a former zoning board member, so I won't bother to. Uh, go through our procedure. I think you understand. We'll, we'll look for you guys to uh, present your uh, case to us, and um, our clerk will read it in, and uh, we'll ask some questions. And there is no public here, so we'll go right into deliberation. So with that said, um, Ken, if you could get us started. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, our first and only case is 20 Poplar Street, zoned R2, request for a special permit in accordance with Section 30.2.D of the Danvers Zoning Bylaw to allow the conversion of a single-family dwelling to a two-family dwelling. Request is made by Matthew Keene, docket number 22-5002. Hi, good evening. Um, 
I just want to say I have a cold, so I'm going to keep the mask on. Uh, can you guys hear me fine? Thank you. Yep. We can. <laughs> uh, for the record, my name is Bill Nolan from Savoy Nolan Architect. I'm here representing uh, Matt Keen, uh, the owner of 20 Poplar Street. He's with us today online, and um, I'll try to keep this brief. Um, so the reason why we're before you is we're looking to um, convert a, an existing single family um, at 20 Poplar Street uh, to, to, into a uh, dwelling conversion uh, for a, to a two-family. Two um, the existing house, uh, this is the site plan right here. This is the existing house. Bill, if you could just take the mic with you uh, so they can still hear at home. Yep. So uh, the existing main house uh, stretches back to here. This is a single-story piece. This is a two-and-a-half-story dwelling, and then this is an existing garage. Um, the, the house dates uh, early 1900s, so it's an old house, um, and it's in a, a good state of disrepair. Um, I don't know all of the history on it, but I know Matt bought it from a, um, a group that was started a rehabilitation, didn't make it through that, and kind of just left it in um, a, a, a state of, it's, it's gutted inside pretty much. Um, and if you've driven by it, you can see the overgrowth on the, in the yard. So Matt's trying to do a good job on this. He wants to restore the, um, you know, the look of the existing house, clean up the yard. Um, but it's a massive house. Um, it's too, too much house for, for, I think, most families nowadays. Um, so we feel like this is a good candidate for the dwelling conversion, splitting it up into two. Um, also, giving the area in Danvers on Poplar Street, there are several uh, multifamily properties within the vicinity on, on, on this area of Poplar Street. If we can go to the next slide. Uh, so this is just the existing house. So you can see um, this is the two levels. Um, this is like a mudroom um, breezeway area. And uh, this is a, a garage that's in, in need of some TLC. I'll go fast through the, um, the plans. Second floor, you can keep going. And the attic level. So you can see it's a lot of house, uh, especially for one person. I don't know if you can rotate these or are we going to kink our neck? We can tilt ahead. There we go. Yeah. So it's a, it's a nice looking house. This is the view from Poplar Street. It's a nice looking house. It's hard to see now with all the, um, the overgrowth, but um, the intent is to restore it, bring it back to its kind of former glory. Um, so we're not proposing really any changes from the front. Um, we are proposing, you can see here, this is that one story piece. You can see that it's, it's in, it's in um, a pretty good state of disrepair. So what we're looking to do here is, is the owner doesn't like the, the fact that this is so low. Um, so we are proposing to add some square footage over the top of here. That's going to be uh, for the second unit, the, the top unit, which is going to be Matt's. Matt's going to live here and rent the, the lower unit and get into the proposed. Um, if you could go on to the next slide. Just some more existing pictures. Uh, this is that area. Oh, that's OK. This is that area, backside of that area, that single story place that we're looking to um, add some square footage to. Okay, so here are the proposed plans. Um, I, I, I'm gonna jump to these, because I just, uh, going through that, I realized it would have been better to, to color the, um, the, the units so you could definitely see um, which are the, 
what's unit one and what what is unit two. So unit one is highlighted in the uh, in the yellow. So if you want, I can also show it to you up here. This is kind of the line where all this is unit one, and it's pretty much the existing house. It's in a it, it's in a it's gutted right now. We are um, we are looking to to change a, a couple of the things. The kitchen's going to be relocated in here, and there's some bathrooms that are actually already built. Um, we're going to you know maintain them. We're going to put the d a dividing line here, and this is going to be the entrance for the new unit. Hopefully, um, this will be Matt's unit, and the intent the intention is to um, at some point convert this garage, put the doors on this side, and it'll be a three car garage for mat but we're going to take it in, in phases next slide please so up on the second floor uh, there were four rooms um, to the original house we're annexing one room for the second second floor um, so that we can use this existing stair to get up to the attic which is going to be Matt's main bedroom level but you come up the new stair that we're creating into an open living area kitchen dining this is going to be converted to like a guest room. And then these are the stairs to um, get up into the attic. The existing bedrooms um, on, on the former house are going to stay. And um, there's a beautiful semicircle staircase that they're going to use to, to get up there. And then lastly, uh, the top unit is, is all of the, the second unit's um, square footage. So this would be Matt's space that's that stair um, it's an, actually an existing stair this all presently exists right now it's just in a it's just open to studs right now so none of it's finished um, the only thing that's going to be new is this area back in here which is just going to be basically his basement or his attic I should say it's probably more appropriate um, so as you can see the taking the foliage down so mostly landscaping here, but the front is going to stay pretty much the same as it is now, obviously fixing the, the areas that need fixing. Um, so you won't really be able to see any of the, the additions that we're proposing, I guess, save for this, uh, this deck on the, on the side, but you probably aren't going to be able to even see that from the street. So this is the area here that we're proposing to add. Um, everything else is, is pretty much the same. Um, the garage, we haven't, we haven't put the doors in the garage because that's actually going to be a phase two. We're going to, we're going to do this first and then we're going to rehab the garage. <coughs> um, so this is the area back here that we're talking about. Um, and then the new two-story deck, um, that's an exclusive use for Matt's second unit, the, the upper level unit. This is the popular streets here. So this is the driveways on the other side. So this is kind of the back of the house, back, back side of the house. Um, this is all the original um, building. This is an existing sunroom um, that, uh, you know, we're putting new fenestration throughout. Um, but the openings are there. Um, we're not really changing any of the, the forms. Uh, and this is the new piece right here with the uh, two-tier deck. And so this is the driveway side, Poplar Street's here. This is the front. None of this changes. 
There's an entry here, uh, second entrance for the lower unit. Um, this is the garage in the back. Doesn't look quite as nice as this, but, um, and this will be the, the new entrance into Matt's place. It's hidden behind here. And just a couple more views. I think we can cycle through these. Is that it? Okay. Um, so I think that's the extent of the presentation. Um, I'm sure you have some questions. I'd be happy to answer those. Thanks, Mr. Nolan. Uh, I, I, before I turn it over to the board, I just have a couple of things. Um, can you tell me when Mr. Keene purchased this property? Um, I, I, I think I'm seeing 2018. Does that sound right? Yeah, actually, I'm not quite sure. Matt, are you, uh, can you answer that question when you bought the property? Sure. Yeah, it was it was uh, not 2000, it was 2000, right before COVID, 2019, um, I believe around um, 2019, like in maybe March or something like that. Um, and then it just, you know, a lot of things happen, you know, between COVID. Um, my father passed away, I had a lot of things go on. So I kind of, it's kind of overwhelming this whole thing. So, um, you know, I eventually kind of just went to you know bill and got it going so you've owned it over three years sounds like or around yes that. yeah mm -hmm. okay I'll, I'll save my other questions to the rest of the board asked but i just want to go out to um georgia this won't go to planning correct no it does not special permit only so uh zoning board members we will uh act as everything here for this special permit so with that said i will um turn it over to you becky questions thank you Mr. Chairman, um, I did look and see that it's been three years and I did visit the property. Um, it's in pretty deplorable condition, um, which is sad. Um, it's really sad. Um, how long has it been vacant that whole time? It was vacant for about, from what I heard, about 10 years before I got it. So, um, you know, it um i guess the guy who the previous owner was an attorney who did like a reverse mortgage thing and walked away and and um and it was in you know severe disrepair so i've um you know at least had the repairs to stop rainwater from coming into it and just sealing it up you know um winterizing and locks and all of that um but it definitely yeah and it's a complete rehab i mean it's it's a uh, you know um so how many bedrooms are going to be in each unit can you give us that so um there'll be three bedrooms um in unit one which is the lower unit and then there'll be um i think three bedrooms in unit two if um the there is a, a lower office um guest room that you could consider a bedroom if you wanted to. I don't think Matt intends to use it as such, but um, there is another space down there um, that could be, that could double as a, as a bedroom. So there could be potentially four units in Matt's. Four, four bedrooms? Four bedrooms, yeah, sorry. Right. So three or four? Three in the lower, definitely. <clears throat> and um, there's, I think you're only intending to have three bedrooms up, upstairs yes. in the attic. Uh -huh. And the right. office slash guest room is kind of an undefined space. It's downstairs. 
um, it looks like a pretty um, aggressive renovation project. Yeah. Um, is there any reason why the building and the exterior and the grounds haven't been maintained? It's it's just such an overwhelming project. I mean, to be honest with you, you know, I initially had thought that, um, well, I didn't anticipate, you know, COVID and a lot of other things happening that um, have really set me back in different ways. But aside from that, um, you know, it's from my dealings and, you know, real estate and everything with the zoning's a lot different in Danvers. And, you know, it's in an R2, but a lot of the, the neighbors and, um, the houses around it are substantially more units. And I did anticipate probably being able to add more units to make it a little more feasible to do the, with the, the scope of, um, of, of the work. Um, and you know, that that's part of it because this is a huge undertaking and, you know, I was kind of seeing if things would get better with regard to, uh, you know, when COVID happened and all this, the building costs and inflation and everything else has just gotten kind of crazy, you know? So um, it's kind of a culmination of, of all of those things, but it's been a little overwhelming to decide, you know, what direction to go in because <laughs> at this point I, you know, I've committed. So. And if I could just add to that too, um, Matt reached out to us in the summertime um, we did a feasibility study on seeing what the potential for this property is. Um, we explored, you know, how to maximize it. We looked at if there were options to get more than two units out of it. Met with uh, um, with Georgia and um, Josh um, to look at a few different options there. So there was a feasibility study that which kind of pushed it to this to this. Um, you know, at least this last half of the year was planning. So. Um, just uh, two more questions. Where, where does he? Where do you live, Matt? In Salem. I work and live in Salem. Okay. And um, uh, my only other question would be a parking plan. Yeah. So I don't know if you could show the first slide. think we're required to have two per all right per I, I may want to come back to me but I guess my only other question would be have you uh, gotten financing for this project that's a Matt question. Uh, yes I mean that was part of the thing that's been kind of you know with with COVID and everything else made it difficult uh, the situations in the world changed very quickly um, after I committed to this um, you know property so um, Yes. Okay. I have uh, I have comments, but come back to me. Thanks, Becky. Uh, Ken. Thank you. Um, is this building classified historic? No. It is not in the historic. I district. couldn't tell because I could, if there was a sign, I couldn't see it because of all the bushes. So. Yeah. So it's it's not in the historic district, but given its age, it's subject to demo delay. Uh, but we're not proposing to do any demo. So 
Okay. Um, that's all I have. Thanks. Yep. Thanks, Ken. And Ken. I have no questions. Thanks. Thank you, Corrine. Um, so, as far as uh, your rehab of, of this house, all of the construction is going to take place in the house. There will be no additions to the property, correct? Well, we're proposing an addition above the um, the the back area. Um, so, uh, you know, this side, yeah. So this is right now a one-story piece. Um, it's everything's done. But you're not going out at all. Your footprint stays the same. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, are you? Uh, actually, I'm sorry. The deck. Um, if you could go to back, you can go back one. No need for technical footprint changes. Be this deck. Okay. But that's exterior. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, are, are you planning on converting this to like two condos, or will this still be um, Matt as the owner and he lives? upstairs and he has a renter downstairs so is this a rental opportunity or will you convert it to condos so i think per the bylaw this has to be a rental okay um and it has to be owner occupied okay um there is some ambiguity towards like the term of things so i had some of those questions that that weren't able to be answered but um for the foreseeable future we're intending to follow the guidelines of the um of the bylaw. Okay. Yep. And then once the garage is completed, are you saying that three of the four spaces will be inside? Yeah. So um, this is going to Sorry about that. The, um, this building actually has a mezzanine in, in that um, John, my associate, and I didn't even want to go up into because we were afraid that we were going to fall through. So this needs some, this needs some work. Um, and it's going to take a good amount of resources. So the focus is the house for right now. Okay. When we convert that back over, there's space here for a three-car garage. That will be for Matt. Um, this would then become the access to it. So any additional guest parking would come back in here. Um, so we could have, you know, some guest parking. People could park in front of the garage doors, but it would be like a tandem parking where anybody inside the garage, they would need to move. Okay, all right. All set, Corrine? I'm all set, thank you. Katie. It's a great question. Yeah. Um, 
So there's actually quite a bit of backyard, but it's really overgrown now. Um, so the, the yard. Um, Bill, the Bill microphone, mic. Bill, sorry. I'm not used to it. I, we need the headsets. Yeah, I here. know. Um, it's a great question. Uh, I think that this portion of the yard was used as their, their backyard, their entertaining space. This is cleared out. It's overgrown, but it's cleared out. This is thickly vegetated. Um, and in between, there's another property back in here. Um, you know, from about half that property to about, I'd say half this property is really thickly vegetated and it's got a hill too. So be honest with you, until we get back in there and do a little clearing, we're not sure what this is going to be. But for right now, this is the, the, the play space, the outside space um, for, for both the, um, unit one and unit two. Yeah, and it's three quarters of an acre lot, so it's probably about a soccer field size on the side of the house. Okay, and, and I know that Becky already asked this question, but how many bedrooms then are in the three, first unit? Three in the lower unit, which we're calling unit one. And the second unit, which is the upper unit, um, there's three bedrooms and one office slash guest bed. I guess I'm just thinking, you know, a, a three-bedroom rental would likely, you know, go to a family, and I'm just thinking about yard space for for kids, and just based on these pictures, I mean, it looks. It's like a huge lot, so yeah, it's three quarters of an acre. It's about a soccer field um, size on the side of the house. That's perfectly flat. Uh, the front, um, Bill, uh, Bill probably knows the setback right offhand. It's I think there's like. 45 feet or something in front. It's it's a, a massive lot. Um, yeah, it's a 45 foot front yard, and there's a almost a 50 yard side yard, which is pretty pretty open. So there there is a lot of space to run around. That was my only question. Thanks, Katie. Um, yeah, Bill, I, I I visited the site as well, and I I want to touch upon um, what Becky started with. I, Mr. Keene, I I can appreciate. Uh, the fact that you've, you know, things have changed through the pandemic. It's changed for everybody, but it's what's troubling to me is the the landscaping state of this property. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it, my biggest concern when I bought this property, it, it had been vacant for ten years, and and um, you know, it, it, I had to deal with preserving the structure first and foremost and and get a, a roof on it which was a major ordeal um well i can know, appreciate that but i guess let me ask my question so can't uh something be done to uh somewhat address this i mean i i, I can't imagine the neighbors are happy at all with the state of this property and it doesn't take yeah. a lot to cut grass and and you know, make it a little bit clearer. I understand trying to stop. I will absolutely. Um, you know, that will be one of the first things that I address. Yeah, but why, why three little... years into this? I mean, why haven't you addressed it? Is my question. Um, you know, like I said, it's it's just it's it's a pretty overwhelming property, and it's. Uh, I mean, I've 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 done. You know cleared the sidewalks, cut the grass out there, trimmed those bushes. A lot of the other things, you know, you you can't really see that much, but it's just, it's just, it's massive. I mean, it's just a lot of, it, it's, 
it was in severe disrepair when I got it. And it's, it's, um, I've cleared everything out of, you couldn't even get down the driveway. Um, you know, so I have spent time there. It's just, it's just a, uh, I think you know, one one big... thing too to consider is that um, we weren't exactly sure what we were doing with the property, so it was it was already in a state of disrepair. Um, the house itself was in a state of incompletion, and um, we were kind of studying what the potential for the project is. So whether we were going to propose a, a footprint, which there's plenty of room to to do it. If if this could have been a a multifamily three or more. Um, that would have likely led to a footprint change. So we kind of had to study some of this stuff. So that, that again, added some of the, the length on it. But I think, I think we're hearing the board um, that we can get out there and, and do some um, maintenance to the... Okay, that's, a, that's good. Uh, let, me, let me get to more of my kind of structural questions. So <laughs> the second unit, which I understand um, Mr. Keene will reside in, so the way this is going to be set up is... His unit will be a uh, a portion of his unit will be above the first unit. Most of the unit will be above the the um, so working down the attic the attic level or the third level. That's all um, that's all Mr. Keynes, and that's okay. uh, pretty much a bedroom level with a small you know kind of living space like a finished attic. Okay. Um, they split the second floor. Um, a portion of a portion of unit one is underneath his living space and conversely a portion of, of the upper level is above there. They split the, um, this piece right here. Um, so it's a little bit of a, a zigzag uh, yep. type. Okay, I, I just wanted to make sure I understood it. And sure. then, um, uh, Mr. Nolan, I, I also at the site visit, I noticed there's like this metal pipe on the left side. What, what is that all about? I'm not it, sure. It almost looks like a bollard, but... Uh, it's large and it's still maybe Mr. Keene can talk about that. It's yeah, you know, I've looked at that. I thought that it was maybe like a, a well that was sealed up or something. Oh, um, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know what like this is? It's not like vent or anything of that nature, is it? Yeah, it looks like, no, uh, so I, I, yeah, I don't know what it is. It looks like a well, though. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was a well that was sealed up. Yeah. Um, and then uh, again, I did pull on to the property. Um, the parking concerns me a little bit, um, as Poplar Street being Route 62, obviously very difficult to get out uh, of that property at the wrong time. I just don't see how, if you do have four cars and understanding the garage is down the road, how somebody gets turned around to kind of come out nose first on Poplar Street. So maybe you can talk can, about that. Yeah, can you throw the parking plan back up? Yeah, and once that bush, the vegetation is out of uh, that's that's near the garage. It gives a lot more space, and as well as the vegetation on the right side of the driveway, I think it makes it a lot easier to uh, to turn around. But, but what if a car is in that spot? In what spot? In in the spot you're showing turning in. Well. Basically, I mean, the positioning of the, where the cars are now makes it. I'm sorry, is he talking? I didn't realize Bill's yeah, talking. No, that's okay. So, so these will be vacant while they're at work. So the woman will pull in. The, the hammerhead is here, and then we pull out. These guys, this will remain open because this is Matt's entrance. So that's the hammerhead for these. I see. Okay. 
And uh, I did. Well, that's what I think I was getting at here, they, you know, or a circular driveway or something. I just know that that yeah. street's difficult to get on. And um, so the breezeway is currently open, I noticed, and that's planning to stay open or getting closed? No, it's going to be enclosed. That's going to be is. their okay. entry. Yep. And no living space at all in the garage? No. And no. strictly be vehicles? Yeah. And storage, I guess, right? Yeah. Okay, and then I just want to go to Georgia to understand, um, because I'm a little, uh, and again, just for, I think, the board's knowledge as well. So we're, they're seeking a special permit, and we have a town requirement that, that forces basically owner-occupied and rental where this unit can't be condoed. Do I have that right? Yeah, so in the R2 zoning district, Dwelling conversions require that one of the units is owner-occupied and the non-owner-occupied unit is 40% of the total footprint. So there's a couple requirements on top of that and in addition to the parking. And is that an R2 only thing? Yes, or? R1, for example, downtown, you could do a dwelling conversion up to four units and rent them out whether the person lives there or not. And R3? R3, you can't not, do a Not allowed conversion. at all? Yeah. Even with special permit? Exactly. Can't be applied for. Okay. All right, so board members, I just wanted to get that for myself, but hopefully that uh, as well. And then, Bill, the last thing I had was, can anything be done about the exterior stairs to enclose them? I just don't think it's a great look. Um, I know there's a, a cost associated with that, but is, what, what type of thought has been kicked around about the exterior stairs? Um, which exterior stairs? I thought I saw in your plans there was... On the deck? Calling it a deck. Oh, that's the deck that's stairs deck, yeah. only? Yeah, that's a deck. That's their... So that's not easement to either unit? Um, it's, it's the, these are the ones you're talking about. Yes. The entrance to the building is in here. That's how they get up to their house. This is the main entrance, and those are interior. But are these egress stairs for the units in any way? It's set, well, yeah, I mean, you can egress from them, yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's all I had. Uh, 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 members, are there any other additional questions? Anybody? Uh, just yeah, one. go ahead, Corrine. Um, when do you anticipate you would start the project, and how long do you think it'll be from start to finish? Um, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I intended to start day one, and I mean, I'm going to start cleaning it up. Obviously, it makes it difficult that it's... Uh, we're in December now, um, so as soon as possible. I mean, but I intend to get in and get this done immediately because I'm paying for it, you know. So it it, it in every way, you know, um, incentivizes me to get this done and get in there. So I intend to uh, do what I can during the winter, and then as soon as I can start it, you know, the actual, um, you know, the rest of it by the beginning of, you know, spring. Do you have a contractor um, who's who's under contract to start or, or are you planning? I mean, I, I am, a, I have a, uh, you know, a, a commercial building license, um, but this is a big project. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be hiring. Yes, um, I have several close contractor friends and family and I'm gonna be, you know, um, getting a cruise in here to get this going because it's gotta be done. I'm not gonna. Okay, well, you know. I'm, gl I'm glad you're motivated. That's a good thing. 
Yeah, it's it, I have to be because it's overwhelming. It's a big, you know. Um, I love the house. I think it has so much potential. And I, I agree uh, with you, Mr. Keen, and I do. I do. You know, I don't want you to feel like we're beating you up on this, but there's a lot to take on for this board as well to make sure we're not uh, having this continue to be a, a vacant property for another 10 years. Um, but I, I'm not sure I heard an answer to Kareen's question. Do you have a kind of loose, not that we're going to hold you to it, but you know, how long do you envision this taking? Yeah, so beginning of spring is really when the, you know. Start in the spring and finish by the end of the year or? Finish by, yeah, certainly by the end of the year, hopefully a lot sooner than that. Hopefully, you know, um, my plan would be by the end of the summer. And then uh, an additional question, um, are the taxes up to date on this property? Yes, everything's up to date, yes. Nothing's in arrear? Right. Okay. Any other additional questions from board members? Okay, and we have no public, mm -hmm. uh, unless, Phil, you'd like a closing comment uh, before we deliberate, uh, or no, Mr. Keene? I, th I, um, I think everything was said. Okay. Um, Becky, we'll start down there with you. Okay. Um, so I would love to see this property improved. I mean, it, it's an eyesore. It's right in the center of town. Um, but I'm really disappointed that you would come in front of us and ask for approval without taking some time and effort to at least clean up the exterior of the property. Um, it's only a matter of getting a bunch of kids together or a crew together and and cleaning it up. And so I'm I'm very disappointed that the exterior hasn't been maintained. Um, I'm, we talked about another prop property like this on Locust Street um, and not to you know um, dwell on that but it was another property that hadn't been maintained and they came in here and asking us for more approvals to do more work and that property is now years down the road and it's still a mess um, so I have don't have confidence that this project is going to get done um, I, don't, I don't think you can hold us to somebody else's. Oh, hold on, Bill. So we're delivering. I'm just delivering. saying that, you know, historically, I, if somebody hasn't been maintaining at least the exterior of the property, sometimes the rest of it doesn't get done either. So that's just my opinion. And um, you do need six parking spaces. Um, you need uh, six parking spaces okay. for a three-bedroom. A three-bedroom unit needs three spaces each. Um, each unit needs uh, two parking spaces and then an additional parking space. So you really don't even have enough parking. So um, I guess at this point I would be hesitant to go forward without some proof of financing that this, especially when you're at, yeah, expecting to add on to the building <coughs> and not even just renovate what's, what's there. So um, I'm, I'm a no at this point. Thank you, Becky. Ken. Um, I'm a little on the fence. I mean, I think this building is big enough to support the two units. It is obviously a big building. Um, I'll echo what Becky said about the cleanup of the, of the lot. Um, I know it would kind of make me mad if my lot looked like that. Um, I, I guess I would vote for this. Thank you, Ken and Ken. Yeah, so 
the concerns about the vegetation in the front, I mean, it's climbing up the, the house too. I mean, it is a little, uh, you know, disarray and stuff, but from what you showed, what it could be from what it is now, it's certainly going to be a lot better in a value add, I think for the town. So, uh, I'll vote for this. I mean, it's going to be better. So thank you, Ken and Kareen. Um, I, I agree with Ken. I, I think the plants are beautiful. I think it's a lovely older home and it's really too big for a single um, homeowner and most of the other homes in the area are, you know, multifamily so, or, or two family. So I would vote for this. Thank you, Corrine and Katie. Um, it, it really does seem like a which I think you've acknowledged, a, a massive undertaking. Um, and I, I think maybe to echo Becky's concerns is that it doesn't seem like there's a, a plan in place. It sounds like you're um, you know, looking to do much of the work on your own or um, relying on um, friends or, or family who um, have experience doing this. Um, so I, I am concerned that the project might linger. Um, so, I mean, I know you can't uh, lock, down, lock down plans without having the ability to move forward right away, um, but I, I think that would be a concern of mine. Um, so I, I'm a bit on the fence as well. <laughs> you think you're a, a yes or a no? <laughs> I mean, ultimately, the uh, ultimately the the property needs to be improved. So um, I suppose I would be a yes. Okay. Thank you, Katie. Uh, Bill, for all the reasons, and Mr. Keene, that you stated, I do, and I think my colleagues have echoed that, you know, it's a large house, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it lends itself to this situation, uh, and I'm glad that it's not more than two units, quite frankly, because I, I don't think you have the parking, and, the, and, the, and a lot of other things would, would uh, arise if you tried to go more than two units um it is it's it definitely has uh, you know i believe it's a diamond in the rough and it can be very nice i um as you've heard from other board members you know most applicants come in here with kind of their house a little more in order for lack of better terms and um mr keen i i understand all the the reasons you stated but with that said um I just wish the property was in a better state. I, I could have felt a lot better about the motivation. I agree with what Katie said, that it doesn't seem like there's a real plan in here. However, I, I am going to vote for this because I do think um, Mr. Nolan, as a former ZBA member, knows that you know this board's here to try to, to work with applicants and get things done. So. Um, you do have the votes to have it pass four to one because I am a yes. But I, I really do hope that uh, starting tomorrow, snow, no snow, winter, no winter, that we're trying to do something to get that cleaned up 
and not wait for construction to start and um, you know really you know make us all feel good that this project is going in the right direction so loud, loud and clear thank you uh, with that said could I get a motion please uh, thank you mr. chair uh, this board moves to issue the special permit in accordance with section 30.2.d of the Danvers zoning bylaw to allow the conversion of a single-family dwelling into a two-family dwelling the municipal water and sewer should not be overloaded by the addition additional dwelling unit the public streets shall not become overloaded by the additional dwelling unit the value of the other buildings and properties shall not be depreciated by the additional dwelling unit the specific site is an appropriate location for the additional dwelling unit the additional dwelling unit will not adversely affect the neighborhood there will not be uh, undue nuisance to vehicles or pedestrians and adequate and proper facilities will be provided to ensure the proper operation of the proposed additional dwelling unit the proposed additional dwelling unit will be in harmony with the general purpose of the bylaw I have a motion could I have a second please second and I've got a second by Ken all in favor aye, aye. opposed no Becky four to one you pass and uh, mr. Keene good luck with the project uh, I drive by it daily, so I, I hope to see some great progress there. Thank you, sir. Appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Thank you, and uh, congratulations, Becky. Yep. And, and again, Becky, we'll uh, Thank you. sign Sorry off to with your... Sorry no on the last... That's uh, all right. That's all right. You <laughs> voted with your heart. And uh, again, uh, I know I, I, I uh, echo the town uh, staff and uh, this board, and, and thank you for all thank your service you so to I the town. And uh, good luck with all the fun things you get to go do <laughs> <laughs> and a motion to adjourn please so moved and seconded second all in favor aye, aye. good night, night.